0: Welcome to week five, Established Podcast. This is a resource of Chester Mountain Church. Today is a special day because alongside Brandon Bridge Farmer, I am Jared Cagle. And more importantly, we're joined by Brandon Sloan today.
1: Welcome. I wouldn't say that's more importantly, but oh, really? I am here. <laughs> you are here. The worst here. the the greatest tragedy so far in
0: in week five of the established podcast is that the viewers cannot, the viewers are not actually viewers. Yes, and so they true. can't see Brandon, you know, yeah. because if they could see Brandon, we would have more viewers.
1: That's very true. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. I love it. it's actually not true.
0: I love it. We, we uh, are
1: also all rocking
2: snapbacks right now too. So that's rare a occasion. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Look at us. Laid back Thursday. I'm, at, I'm also the only one without coffee currently. so, Which is shocking. It's very unfortunate for me. <laughs> How are you feeling today, Brandon? And Not good about that statement. Not good about no coffee? Yep. Have you had any coffee today? I've had a lot of coffee.
0: Why don't you tell the viewers, who are actually not viewers, they're listeners, the listeners. Uh, mm-hmm. what your favorite coffee is? Like from anywhere anywhere in the world, you could go order a coffee what's gosh. your favorite
1: well I'm not like a uh, I'm not how I am with coffee like I am about steak okay. so I'm not like <laughs> a connoisseur you know I'm not like okay uh, you know I don't really care about uh you know the 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 big time stuff, you know, but <laughs> I mean, I, when I go to the store, I always get Lavazza. Lavazza? I don't know if that's how you say it. It's Italian. Spell it. Maybe it's Lavazza. I don't know. L-A-V-A-Z-Z-A. <laughs> wow. What color? It's in a black bag, but it's also like orange or yellow or purple, depending on what brew you get. Interesting. So it's like bold, mild and all that stuff. And yeah. you get mild. Really. Well, I mean, it's it's like a breakfast blend type okay. thing. Okay. Very right. good. Like middle of the road gotta,
0: price point. What are we talking? Well, it's
1: expensive if you don't get it on sale, but what, every time it's on sale, I buy all of them. <laughs> Cuz it's like normally it's like 13.99 a bag, but it'll be on sale for like 6.99. Wow. And so I'll just buy like 3 or 4. Man, at the Krogers, they're not scared. They're are not they? scared of a good sale. <laughs> they like the woohoo's. The woohoo's, yeah.
0: Oh, that's what they put on the sale. Yeah, tag. woohoo! <laughs> you always got <going> to look for the <laughs> woohoo's. It's <That's> amazing. <laughs> B.B., are you a are you a Kroger shopper, a Ingles shopper, Publix, Food Lion, uh, food Ald, lion. Aldi? Like, what do you where do you go? Uh, Piggly Wiggly. At, You're the Piggly Wiggly guy.
2: There ain't no Piggly Wiggly <laughs> around here. We shop at Publix. Bibi's and Definitely Kroger.
1: a Publix guy.
2: Publix and Kroger. I like the experience of Publix. Mm, The workers are friendly. And what I love about them is that they have those baskets all around the store. So when you get confident that you can just carry everything out by hand and you're (laughs) too deep into the store to walk to the front, they've got you covered. Love that about them. Customer service, man. It's a big deal. That's a big deal.
0: Big deal. The biggest Surprise for me from what just happened that came out of BB right then is that he did not tie that back into scripture
1: wow. about pride
0: coming before the fall. You know, you're in the wow. store, you just got all this pride confidence, you like, like you got I, all this stuff you in act your like you act like everything I I that you're a preacher. Yeah, you, well, I do. You act
2: like everything I say, I tie back. Like I'm not that great. <laughs> it's a gift. Man. We got to get back. We, Brandon is like most people. Probably know him because he is Brandon Sloan, But most people might be new to the podcast and maybe not know you. Yeah. And you've been in ministry for, like, forever. It seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it. Tell us a little bit about how you got here, who you are, what you
1: do. So I'm the worship Why pastor. It's not a big
2: deal that you're here?
1: It's not a big deal that I'm here. I, <laughs> I actually don't know what I can contribute to this. But uh, So I'm the worship pastor here. I have been at Chestnut Mountain Church as a just a human being (laughs) not a pastor uh for how old am i 29 yeah so (laughs) 20 years wow yeah 20 years i've been here and then this will be my sixth year of full-time ministry It's awesome yep it's crazy you married i am married have two kids i'm worn out right now because i had lunch with them and uh it's not a relaxing lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. They uh Melody is next level right now. She she hit two years old and everybody knows what that means. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. I love steak, uh, love grilling. I used to play tennis. Don't anymore, don't do any kind of activity anymore. <laughs> Outside of weed (laughs) worship. What did you say this morning was your favorite thing to do? Grill steak. No, other than that. Oh, sit on the couch and do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite activity. Sit on the couch and do nothing. Amazing. That's my favorite activity. I look forward so much to Saturday mornings. I can watch college football and sit on the couch and do nothing. My favorite part of the week. (laughs) We're killing it. It's awesome. So, uh,
0: one thing, really quick, before we transfer away from Brandon, because I know our viewers that aren't actually
1: viewers and are actually, it's actually listeners. What this week is about. It's are just <laughs> really interested in learning? I feel more like about this Brandon. podcast is much worse than the previous because <laughs> of me. If you don't, if
0: you don't, if you've never had Brandon Sloan's steak, mm. you're probably better for it. And here's why. Because once you have it, you will never be able to order steak again Fact. anywhere. Fact. I'm talking like anywhere else. I've had some good steak, and I've never had steak like Brandon Sloan's steak.
1: Very true. So, this is a true statement.
0: Uh, we'll let you know when we open up our restaurant. Uh, still looking for a good name, so if you have any ideas, let us know. If you want to challenge him to a grill-off, we will mm. be holding open uh jerry and i will actually
2: taste test that that'd be great oh yeah for sure i volunteer for that
0: it's going to be an open competition put it on the podcast at some point in 2019 it will be a part of the uh Mm -hmm. somewhere between 2019 and 2025 it will be a part of the established (laughs) uh program that's right in some way subscribe
2: leave us a rating yeah (laughs) no less than five stars
0: if you've made it this far into this uh episode please (laughs) subscribe and uh, we're gonna actually dive into the Bible now. So, it was a cool night last night. Good, mm-hmm. good group came out and to talk about the survey of the New Testament. BB, you were leading the charge uh, as per usual, except mm-hmm. for a couple of times, um, or just one time, I guess. You've been, yeah, one time. You subbed out. Yeah. Bell South called to the bullpen.
2: Bell South. <laughs> TBT. Bell man. South, man. <laughs> TBT.
0: Is Bell South not a thing anymore?
2: I'm pretty sure eighteen t bought them out, okay, but I could be wrong about that.
0: It's probably true. but leave us a comment about it. <laughs> okay, so there there uh, this week we talked about the survey of the New Testament, which is a big deal. La- remember last couple of weeks we've been in the Old Testament, and uh, it was awesome. really cool to kind of dig through some of those stories. the next this week and the next week, we're going to be going through the New Testament. Uh, this week you kind of flew through all twenty seven books mm-hmm. of the New Testament and gave it an overview. Seemed to be like drinking from a fire hose, uh, yeah. But a lot of, a lot of gold in there. Next week we will dive a little deeper into the theology um, and kind of the core. What do you think? What are we doing next week? You tell them. I don't just diving deeper into yeah.
2: who Jesus is in the New Testament. Yeah, um, that's a good thing. Yeah, not getting into Christology really, but more of like seeing the kingdom in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Old Testament was all about the kingdom coming, seeing that the kingdom has come. Good. Um, it's still to be fulfilled as you get to Revelation, but
0: yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so 27 books total. That's right. 22 of those are actually letters.
2: Mm-hmm. Or, Sloan, what are, what's the other word for them? Epistles. That's right. <laughs> epistles. <laughs> epistles. Epistles, yep. Epistles, epistles, epistles.
0: Sounds like something we you have to like really pronounce.
1: Epistles. It's kind of tough to
0: get the T in.
1: Uh, it may just be my accent, but <laughs> no. Think about it. If you say it with the T, it's awkward. Epistles. See what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: epistles okay uh so what is that that's a fancy word for letters i guess yeah, right? yeah. just a fancy word for the letter i want to talk about this one i want to talk about first before we kind of dive in uh or maybe this is what we dive into there's 22 letters of the 27 yep uh why is that why is that important and because i think that's kind of interesting you know that we can't say that about the old testament that predominant i mean the, the overwhelming majority of the books in the new Testament, well actually there were no letters in the Old Testament, right? We don't have any.
2: Uh, No, not really. They're more just accounts. Yeah. um, Written for purposes, like, to, for the church, but not necessarily, like, to a church. Not in the genre of an epistle.
0: And so this is unique to the New Testament. Mm -hmm. There are 22 of them, which is the vast majority of the composition of the New Testament. What do you make of that?
2: Yeah, I mean, really, you could probably make an argument that every book in the New Testament is some type of letter because yeah. they're all written to specific people. But um, but they're, the first five are <clears throat> historical accounts just of the person of Jesus and, and the, his ministry and then the early church with Acts. But um, you think about, like, in the time, so they don't have technology like we do, um, and the church is blowing up. When you read Acts, um, when the Holy Spirit shows up, it, it's consistently day after day. People are coming to Jesus and people are coming to faith and the church is exploding and they're moving through persecution Mm -hmm. and also filling, filling the great commission. So what we talked about last night is the, the purpose of the letter was to, because um, the church is reproducing. So they've Mm -hmm. got to like, when you think about if something like this magnitude is reproducing and the message behind it, you've got to be able to develop and train leaders. So Paul and the other apostles and the other writers of the New Testament are trying to teach and train uh, the early church, what it looks like to follow Jesus. And it's relational. I mean, you think about, um, we live kind of in the day and age where letters are not are kind of like a dying thing, where you re- rarely get like a handwritten letter, but how like meaningful that is, how relational that is. You feel, I don't know, for, at least for me, like when I get a letter, handwritten letter, I, it's so much more meaningful than a text.
1: Um, somebody Agreed. Should,
0: somebody should start a company,
1: but yeah. with handwritten letters yeah. like that.
0: If you were to start a company, what would it be called?
2: I would probably call it Press On.
0: Oh, too late. <laughs> 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 too late's already too been late. taken.
2: Check Google it out, that. Man. Yeah, nobody here benefits <laughs> from that.
1: So <laughs> that's a great concept, plug. man.
2: Put that in the show notes. <laughs> um, no, but uh, it's relational. So Paul has. Paul, for the most part, except for one of his letters, he had visited or had started these churches, mm. except for colossians and and so there 's a deep relationship in his letters to him there 's a personal connection, and so <clears throat> that 's kind of the heart behind why church is reproducing, and it 's there's relationship being formed he 's not just writing to some ethereal concept of a church like he knows' them and mm. has a heart for
0: them. that's yeah. And how important is that to understand when you read each Mm -hmm. of them, right? Mm -hmm. Something you talked about yesterday was first question, who was it written by and then who was it written to, you know? Uh, The fact that these are letters already assumes that it the purpose was for an intended audience and mm-hmm. it was written by someone to them specifically mm-hmm. and so of course there's an application for all of us and it's all holy spirit inspired to produce these the church of yeah. the kingdom you know um but how important is it to understand who it was written by and who it was written to
2: right yeah i mean well, like we talked about a few weeks ago in the podcast that it wasn't, it's not meant to, the Bible was never meant to just like jump to the middle of a text and just pull something out and it be understood that way. Like it's when they would have received these letters, they would have read it in its entirety from front to back. And, mm. um, <clears throat> so the same thing's true. Like when you, but then you even get deeper if you understand why the author is writing it, the purpose and the heartbeat behind it. So I think of like Philippians It's one of my favorite letters to Paul. Because it's one of the most like breath of fresh air from Paul. Like he's not necessarily rebuking or challenging anything, he's encouraging. Mm-hmm. But it's also being written, like the history behind it, why it makes it so beautiful, is he's writing from prison. So he's writing from persecuted to encourage a church that's being persecuted. So when you read it, mm-hmm. so when you get to a verse like Philippians four thirteen, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It t- it changes and you being able to take it in context, like Paul's writing it. In persecution, mm-hmm. to encourage the persecuted, you can do this because of Christ, not... I can jump know,
1: as high as anybody in the
2: world. Right. Or play, cook a steak as great as Sloan because I got the strength of the Lord on my side.
1: Yeah, it's, not it's not possible. It's not possible. Everybody knows.
0: Man, come on, we're, we're having an open competition in, in the next All five right. years at some point.
2: Five to six years, Sorry. we will have an open competition. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. so that, that, I mean, it's, it's important. You read the, you'll read the letter different. You'll mm-hmm. read the book different. Even the Gospels, they're written to specific audiences. Yeah. So like, that's why they read different to an extent. Um, that's why they're arranged differently than the others. Now, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are arranged fairly similar, but there's a purpose in why they were written the way they were. And why the mm-hmm. viewpoint of the author goes the way they go, I don't know if yeah, that's helpful,
1: but that's definitely context is so important. It's like what we always talk about with the uh <laughs> the saying of uh where two or more gathered there yeah. I am also you know it's like that's 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 a great concept, but if you just read that and take it how it is, it's like okay well if I'm in my bed, if I'm in my bedroom, is he not there with me right you know if there's not two or more gathered and if you hadn't been reading, you know, up until that point, you wouldn't know that it's actually talking about church discipline rather yeah. than just being in the presence of God.
2: Yeah, it's about how you approach someone in their disobedience, not right? right. this beautiful thing of like, well, the Holy Spirit's with us, like
1: He's here. I don't if I'm by myself. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, He just shows up when a few of us get together, right? <laughs> yeah. No.
0: He just ruined everybody's like <laughs> favorite sorry. promise to to bring out when everybody's worrying about you know if God's going to be with
1: them. <laughs> the the promise
0: of if the two promise, or three or more are gathered,
1: the promise still stands. Because come on, even if you're by yourself, yeah, yeah he is good. there with you. That's good. You don't have to be with somebody else. Yeah. The promise gets better.
0: It gets better. Come on. Gets better.
1: Ooh, come on. The
0: promise gets better. Yep. With context.
1: With context. How about that? It's key.
0: It's good. So Paul wrote a lot of those. Yep. Uh 13. Uh It is 13. I was trying to give you a chance to jump in, but 13. Okay. Yeah. 13 of those letters were from Paul. Uh several to churches and some to individuals, right? Correct.
2: Yep. He wrote um Romans through Philemon to churches and then you have Timothy, which is written to Timothy mm-hmm. and then um Titus
0: I think that's yeah Philemon is a church was a church
2: no Philemon's an individual excuse me Philemon, Titus and Timothy
0: I've always kind of wanted which is a unique
2: book because of what it's, it's written about a slave that escaped Philemon then Paul meets him the slave comes to know Jesus and Paul's writing explaining that and then asking for the forgiveness and the and the Reconciliation of that slave back into the family, which mm. is pretty cool. How about that? Wow! So it's a New Testament uh, perspective of how the gospel affects slavery, even. But mm. um, sorry, you had a question before oh, I got oh on that. Dang. Did you want to
0: add to no, that? No, 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 no. Uh,
1: <laughs> we better not because we won't have time.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're all about you adding in. All right. No, I'll, uh please amazing. Philemon, I've always kind of wanted my middle name to be Philemon, you know?
1: Mm. It's like, Philemon you <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: No? Okay. But Philemon
0: is steak. like, nobody has ever been named Philemon except for this guy. Yeah, he's probably the one and only. And some people say Philemon, which...
1: For I the mean, longest time, I called it Philemon. Philemon. <laughs> I mean, probably from like fifth grade to 14th grade, you know? Like, 14th hey, grade, yeah. yeah. 14th
2: grade. <laughs> yeah, I love it.
1: Philemon. Well, when it comes
2: to names of the Bible, we've just talked about like you just say it with confidence. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, when it comes to names, because obviously the American way of saying these are wrong. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's very true. Just so we're clear the, the Bible was not written by Americans.
2: No, what? or <laughs> in English. <laughs> There would have been no white person around in this area.
0: Yeah. How about that? Just so yeah. you
2: know Jesus wasn't white.
0: Sorry, <laughs> listener.
2: <laughs> he was not. He was Middle Eastern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Did you I mean I'm just waiting on you just in case you wanted to dive into that, you know, or
2: Well, I love what Matt Chandler says about it that he talks about finding a white person in Jerusalem in the 1st century would have been like finding a leprechaun riding, or an Oompa Loompa riding a unicorn across a rainbow, which I just think is hilarious. <laughs> i to repeat that again.
1: It's
2: like finding an Oompa Loompa riding a unicorn across a rainbow. Finding a
0: white person in Israel.
2: Yeah, first century. In
0: the first century would be like finding an Oompa Loompa <laughs> yeah. riding a unicorn on a rainbow.
2: Yeah, across a rainbow. Across yep.
0: a rainbow. That's fantastic.
1: Yep. So New Testament's great, you New know. in
0: palumpas, and uh, can't wait to see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, unless you have something else.
2: I got nothing, Brandon. You want? You got anything? No, man. I think you got, you got a
1: favorite book
2: in the New Testament.
1: Uh, yeah, my mine's actually Philippians too. Not Philippians, Philippians chapter. chapter. <laughs> Philippians as well. <laughs> <laughs> who who else I'm is like, this oh,
0: Philippians? We're getting specified. Babies. Oh, did you already say that?
2: Yeah, it's one of my favorite.
1: For one sure. Of his favorite. Oh, yeah. He's got 29 It's one of favorites, my favorites that so. I have memorized.
0: <laughs> I
2: do not have it memorized. Favorite chapter would be 2 Corinthians 5, though. But,
1: yeah. What does. about you?
0: 2 Corinthians 5 is the new creation. Yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. 5.17. 5, 5.17 is his verse forever. Yeah.
0: I like being that I'm a new creation. I'm not bashing. I'm just saying <laughs> it is. So for the listeners who weren't here on Sunday, B.B. preached on Sunday on the main platform here at Chestnut he Church. preached. Yeah, yeah, he preached for sure, and he taught with a whiteboard. It was amazing, and sure, right, he he <laughs> talked about that finger. verse <clears throat> about becoming a new creation, and uh, he said, you know, my wife loves that about <laughs> me because I'm new. As he said, but sometimes she wishes that I was new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't think I've laughed harder in a in a sermon in a while, so that was good. I got a story out of
2: Kaylin, so that's you can apparently hear it on the recording. My wife, so Kaylin, yeah, yeah
0: she sure. snorts. She does snort on a rare occasion. I, you got to make her laugh.
1: Yeah, a lot of people made that's a, a comment like they didn't they didn't think you could be that funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I've been told that already this week, and that
2: was kind of offensive. But there's grace. <laughs> there's grace. Abigail got home.
1: She was like, Man, BB's funny.
0: (laughs) How long has she known him? (laughs) Long time. (laughs) And
1: BB's funny.
0: That's funny. So this, this podcast actually isn't about us, uh, believe it or not. It's about the Bible, but we, yeah. you know, we can't wait to... We really just didn't want to glaze over all the books and uh, try to attempt that in about 20 minutes. So we wanted to pick out a couple of things specifically to tackle, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. So hope you guys are too. And uh, we look forward to next week when we dig in a little deeper to the New Testament.
1: Yeah,
2: we'll have to bring Brandon back.
0: Maybe.
1: This may be my last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait appearance? for the ratings. Yeah. Come viewers out. that aren't viewers that are actually listening. Listen. There's no appearance, so it's more like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But <laughs>
2: we should probably wrap this up.
0: It doesn't matter because we, we exist do it. for the for one. The one.
1: <laughs>